Hello friends! So first of all, as you can probably hear, I am losing my voice. This week's episode was not one that I originally planned to air this week, but instead of doing an entire episode where you can barely understand what I'm saying and I'm forcing the words to come out, I figured I would pivot and I would do one of my previously previously recorded guest episodes. It's funny, this is not something I would have ever thought about as being a podcast host, losing my voice. (laughs) That's kind of an important tool to have. So, I'm going to keep this introduction to Amanda short and sweet, uh, so you don't have to listen to my raspy voice much longer. My husband says I sound gross. So, I sat down and I chatted with Amanda Capella. She is a newborn and maternity photographer. She has a beautiful, simplistic studio style. You're going to love it. Go check out her work. Uh, I posted her Instagram link and her website below. She shares her journey to becoming a luxury high-end photographer. So you're going to really enjoy this topic today. Welcome to the Capture the Chaos Photography Podcast. My name is Brittany Renee. I'm a family and newborn photographer and your future photography BFF and cheerleader. I'm pulling back the curtain to show you what it looks like to run a full-time photography business. We talk about the business side and the heart of photography. Right now, your business probably feels like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. Your life is busy, chaotic, and it is filled with joy. If you're ready to build a business that fits into that wonderful life, you're in the right place. Throw in a load of laundry, pour yourself some coffee or a glass of wine, I'm not judging, and edit some photos. Let's get ready to grow. I am chatting with Amanda today. Amanda, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us about your business, your personal life, any fun facts? What do you love to shoot? Tell us everything. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm Amanda Capello, acapella photography. I actually am from Connecticut. Now I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been here for over a decade now. Um, I am a wife and a mom of two kiddos. And I built my photography business alongside raising my kids. I'm a former high school math teacher. So totally feels like a different lifetime ago. Uh, More than 10 years ago, I taught algebra and geometry to high schoolers and uh, pivoted into the photography world. Uh, It may seem like it's out of left field, but my mom was actually a wedding and portrait photographer. So I do have some kind of experience. I My first ever job was her assistant carrying her bags, rolling her film and uh, shooting at the back of the wedding aisle, some film. Um, So I guess my my love and passion for photography started long, long ago. And then, uh, you know, fast forward to teaching. I was kind of doing photography alongside just as a hobbyist. And then when I had my my kiddos, I decided to take more gigs and, and became full-time. It was like a happy accident, I suppose. It was never life's plan for me, but it just kind of worked out. Um, so yeah, so now I find myself for the past 10 years doing maternity and newborn photography and not looking back into the education world uh, for teaching math, but I absolutely love um, what I do. Yeah. How old are your kids? Um, so I have two kiddos. My daughter is eight and my son is six. So I think that's always really important to kind of like put into perspective for people, because when people are trying to build this business, I'm I'm sure when you were, when you had a, like a two-year-old and a four-year-old, it was a lot different than it is now. When, how long, you said 10 years ago, you stopped teaching, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah about then. So yep. you've been building a business with your kids home with you, right? And yeah. Yeah. Looks- 
you don't do you homeschool them no um well I mean during COVID I did for the year like probably everybody (laughs) else did but that was that was a whole different story but no this is actually my first year with my kids both in full day school so I've had a kid at home up until now so So I mean how has this year been for you like having a your kids um, gone. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's freeing because I feel like I can actually get my work done um, without feeling that mom guilt of, yeah. okay, you know, I'm like, my kids are just running <laughs> around the house and making a, a disaster while I'm trying to get my editing done or doing my work. Um, so now it's like, okay, my hours are set. I work when the kids are at school, when the kids are home, I'm focused on them. So that's been really life-changing, but yeah, I built my business when my kids were home. Yeah. I did it as a mom, you know? You have like, when you have your kids home with you, you have two options to either work while they're home with you and give them the TV and, or iPad (laughs) I know, or work late at night when they're asleep. And yeah, I did a combination of both. Yeah. Yeah. I have for sure. mm -hmm, Yep. Same Mm -hmm. here. And I, I still have a three-year-old home with me, but she's only home two days a week. So those two days, I really try to be home and be present with her. And then the other days I can get stuff done. And it really is freeing to have just even three days. Cause you know, I've all, this is, that's a ton of hours now that I have that I didn't have before. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, I do like to kind of put that in perspective for people, because I feel like whenever you're in that, you're like, oh my gosh, they have so much more time to like put to, to doing all these things for their business. And I feel like a failure and we've all, you know, when, when you have older kids, you've been there, you know what it feels like. And so if you have younger kids, um, this is the horizon for you is all, mm-hmm. I guess what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. It's hard work. I'm not going to lie. It's hard work, but yeah. you know, it's possible. And, and I've built something that I'm super proud of and I love and yeah, it, it's just really awesome. So what is your favorite thing to photograph? Yeah, I love photographing maternity and newborn. Those are probably my definitely books my calendar the most, my busiest genre and what I'm most known for. I do work with families as well and babies, milestones and things like that. But um, yeah, maternity and newborn year round, uh, I'm obsessed. I can pick one over, over the other. And I get asked that question all the time. Like if you had to pick one maternity or newborn, I'm like, I can't, I can't pick. But what's really funny is when I first started into my own photography, uh, like obviously I did weddings with my mom and portraits and stuff. But when I first started in my own photography, it was maternity actually. Uh, I had friends, teacher friends that were pregnant and they were like, Hey, take my pictures. I know you were a photographer <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. You know? And I was like, I don't know. I, I was young and, um, knew nothing about being pregnant or be- mama's bellies or posing pregnant <laughs> people or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing. So it was a whole different world for me. And, uh, you know, I, I liked it and I, I really liked it. And then I, baby came and they were like, can you photograph my baby? And I was like, oh my gosh, no, I've never even held a baby. Yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, really I, hard to do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, please don't hand me your baby. <laughs> so, uh, but I tried and it was terrible. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was so bad that I was like, I can't do babies, but I'll do maternity. I just can't do babies. So I would yeah. do maternity and, and refer out my babies for probably like three years. I was like, I'm not doing this. And then, <laughs> then I had babies of my own and I thought, you know, okay, I've, I've done this. I know how to hold a baby. You know, I know how to take care of a baby and and things like that. So then I got into newborn photography and it was a steep learning curve. I'll tell you. Yeah. Like it's of all the genres I photographed weddings, even weddings, like stressful wedding days, newborns, like by far just so much harder. And, uh, the learning curve was so much greater. So it took me quite a while to learn my style, my signature style, 
Um, you know, at first I was trying to do what I saw, you know, other people do, mm-hmm. and it wasn't for me. And, and so I decided, no, no, like this is a, this is how I want it to be. And I created my, my brand and, and it's been wildly successful and, you know, it's great. I don't have people, I don't have to ask people like, what do you want? Cause they know what they're coming yeah. to me for. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's definitely something to be said about that you know, having this like solid brand and solid portfolio where people see and they're like, okay, I want to come to her because if I'm going to post your, your Instagram and your website and all that in the show notes. And so people can go and look, it's very white, um, very simple. I really love that. Mm -hmm. And so you're not having people who come to you like, can I have this baby in a small chair with the towel on her head? And it's everything. You're like, no, that's not. You would not find that in my studio. (laughs) Do do people come to you? Do people still come to you asking for things like that? Or do they pretty much know? No, they know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have a solid brand when you're not getting those inquiries anymore. And if you are still getting those inquiries, then it's, it's probably because you need to tighten it up a little bit. Yeah. So, um, do you do more studio or do you do more lifestyle? Newborns? Yeah, for your newborn. Yeah. Oh yeah, studio. I I I do lifestyle like in people's homes only on a rare occasion. Like people know me for my studio photography. Every once in a while, people will be like, "Can you come to my home? It just seems more convenient." They've already done their maternity session with me. They love working with me. They want me to do their baby, but they don't want to travel after having the baby. And I'm like, okay, it's an option. Um, it's a it's priced correctly for for me having to be not in my studio where I can be booking, but, um, you know, multiple sessions in the day, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's an option. I just don't do a ton of them. I'd say in proportion, like less than 10% of my overall newborns. All right. That's good to know. So would you, um, so I was reading your your profile and on Instagram, because I like to stalk people before we, we chat on, (laughs) on, podcast and it says that you do um luxury albums and wall art design so would you consider yourself a luxury photographer or do you feel like you're just more luxury products yeah I mean I'd say like the client experience for me is something that I've worked on and continue to work on I feel like you can never stop working on serving your client and and that's so important so um I want to provide a luxury experience to my clients as well as luxury products. So yeah, I'd consider myself in the luxury market. Um, I think that it's really important to have those options for clients to, to show them because they're not in the world. It's like in the world of, uh, photography, you know, they don't consume it. Like we consume it. They don't eat, sleep and breathe photography. At least (laughs) like I do, you know what I mean? So I'm always looking and trying to better serve my clients. And I think that that's, you know, really important. And I think just offering a little bit more handholding, a little bit more like I have the knowledge, I've done the research, I know the best products out there. This is going to be the best option for your family. You're going to want this. Like, trust me, your kids are going to want this. You're going to want this. Your kids are going to want to see their baby albums. They're going to want to see their portraits framed around the house. Like you can see, I've got my kids just right back here, but, um, but yeah, I mean, like they're going to want to see those pictures hanging up on their walls. So it's just an extra service that I offer. Like, Hey, listen, I know, you know, nothing about sizing, framing, you know, in fact, I, uh, 
you know, I had a client the other day is like showing me pictures in his house. It was actually a lifestyle newborn session. I was there and he was showing me, oh, look at these pictures in my house. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. We want to replace these with, you know, your pictures, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh my gosh, these pictures are yellow. <laughs> I said to myself, yeah. Yeah. and I said to him, I said, yeah, well, because, uh, you know, these, wherever you had these printed, they're not UV protected. They're not, you know, like quality prints. That's something that I offer. That's something that I can help you with. And so that's the thing. It's like serving your client with that knowledge of um, things that they wouldn't even think about, you know, oh, I didn't know this print was going to turn yellow. I bought this print from wherever XYZ store, you know what I mean? So I mean, okay, a lot this... of times they don't even know that it's miscolored when they print it at like yeah, Walmart. They're yeah. like, oh, it's so it had... And I'm like, oh, no. Now, this one specifically, <laughs> you're right. That totally happens. But this one specifically turned yellow because of the sun. Like you could totally tell it was, yeah. it was like yellowing Faded, because yeah. of the sun. That even the mat around the white mat was yellow. It was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going to have to replace these for you. So, um, but yeah, that's the thing. Just offering that service, offering that knowledge to your clients that they don't even know that they don't know until mm -hmm. you educate them. And so, you know, educating them in a kind, gentle manner and hand-holding a little bit and just helping them know, hey, this is what's going to be the best for you. And I'm doing this because I have your best interest in mind and I'm here to help, you know? Um, so you said you've been working on your client experience for a really long time and you, as like... <laughs> I see a cat tail. <laughs> totally. totally. <laughs> um, so you've been working on your client experience for a while and it, you do a little bit more hand holding. So what are some of the other than, you know, helping teaching them with the prints and stuff like that? What is like, what does your client experience kind of look like? That yeah, makes great you... question. Yeah. Great question. I think like when I first started photography till now, like it's my client experience has grown leaps and bounds. Um, just learning little things along the way on what clients like need and what's really helpful and what makes this, this experience joyful and stress-free. Um, mm -hmm. so it could be simple things like just constant client communication and, um, you know, keeping in touch with them and appointment reminders and session tips. And, um, I have a pre-consultation call where we'll, we'll get on a phone call and I can give a style guide or I can, um, you know, do a custom style board for them or um you know I can just all there's just all the things like just walking them through the process and really explaining to them like what they can expect I think that's what it comes down to is like making sure that they don't have any question in mind that they're taken care of and this is going to be joyful and stress-free and they don't have to worry because I've got it for them. You know, yeah. like I'm the professional here and this is my job and this is yeah. what I do. Like you don't need to worry about it. Um, I, I offer a full client closet. I, they don't have to worry about getting, buying clothes. Like I have dresses and wraps for baby and clothes for big brother, sister, and you know, all the things. So not only are they, they're clicking yes to me, but they're clicking yes to a stress-free ex experience where they can just literally walk in and yeah. don't have to worry about anything. So I and, think, yeah, yeah, go ahead. That's something that I, I, as I've gotten older, I used, you know, when I was younger, I'd be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to DIY. I'm going to do everything myself because I sure. don't want to spend the money. I didn't have the money to spend when I was younger, <laughs> but now I'm like, I understand and appreciate the value of spending a little more money for things to not be quite so stressful to yeah. have things taken care of for me and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, well, here's the thing, right? You're going to pay a photographer, a low end, a low end photographer who doesn't have those things in place. And then you're going to spend all of this money 
on the things that you mm -hmm. would have needed that would have been included in the higher end photographer who right. probably has a little bit more experience, a little bit more knowledge, a little bit more, you know, maybe I, don't, I hate to say skill level because that's probably not true, but just like, you sometimes. know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, sometimes, um, but you know, just do it from the get go and it's the same price. So that's yeah. how I feel. Um, anyhow. Yeah. So something you said a while ago earlier on in, in the conversation was, you know, I don't remember exactly how you worded it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that when you let the clients kind of like dictate the session. So when you kind of take control of it and you say, this is how it's going to go. One, two, three. I don't know. I, I don't remember exactly what you said, but it made me think about this. Um, okay. When you're a little earlier on in your photography journey, I feel like you let the clients kind of like take the lead with things um, when really we're the experts, we're the ones that know. Mm. So like, I'll see people doing sessions in the middle of the day when we know oh, sure. that that's yeah. not the best time to do outdoor sessions, but the client sure. wants that time. Well, you need to let them know why sure. that's not the best time to do it. And they're not going to be happy with the outcome of those photos. And the same thing with, you know, you shouldn't wear this or you should, you know, we should do this, that, and the other thing, because you're the expert, you're the one that needs to be telling them how the session's going to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's, I don't know. I just wanted to pitch that in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. You're, you're right. You know, in the beginning when you're learning and you have, I feel like in the beginning when you're, you're not only learning, but you kind of just take everything that comes your way. You're like, okay, they want to hire me. Okay, great. Okay. When, where I'll be there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then as you grow and build your skill, your knowledge, your craft, you're like, wait a minute. No, I'm the expert. But mm -hmm. I think for me, like I was a teacher, I'm, I was a math teacher. My brain works a little bit differently than most creatives because I mm -hmm. feel like naturally I am more math brain than creative brained. And so, um, I feel like for me, I've always been a little bit more structured in my business. And I think yeah. that's been one of the biggest successes for my business. So, yeah, totally. Um, so how did you picture your business when you first started and how is it different now? Yeah. Well, that's a great question. Like I told you, like, I didn't even think this was going to be a business for me. I actually have my master's in administration. I thought I was going to be a principal. I was ready to go. You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to stay home with my kids for a couple of years and then go be a principal and I'll work while they go to school and it will be great. Like I'll have the same schedule as them, the summer off with them, like all the things life will be, that's how I wanted my life to be. And so when I was doing photography, it, again, it was like a happy accident. I didn't mean to do photography. It just started yeah. and, you know, word of mouth and it got busier. And then I was like, wait a minute. I think it was like, I wasn't even trying to work. I was trying to be a stay at home mom. I wasn't even trying oh, to work, yeah. but, but I can't not work because that's just not in my yeah. nature. So exactly. I was like, okay. yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. I was like, oh, you know, and getting booked more and more. And then I saw the vision of, wow, this could be something like, and then I chatted with my mom a little bit like, mom, you know, you did this, like, you know, and she's like, yeah, now you know why I did this. Like, it's great, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I love it. And I think it could be something. And then it just became something like, I, I can't even explain to you like how or why, I don't know if you're a faithful person, but like, I just believe God, like just led me down this path and, and chose it for me. And it's been such a blessing really. Yeah. Um, I do. I have, a, I have a lot of podcast episodes on like 
um, my faith, like leading me down the right, the, oh, this cool. path and how, how, how I've gotten here. So you hit the nail on the head there. I'm glad you uh, said that. Um, how did you come into your style? Like you are, yeah. like we said, we are very simplistic, black, white, no props, just simple, beautiful, timeless. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I came into my style pretty early on. Um, which I think was helpful because branding yourself is helpful. And again, my mind works in a way that I feel like the outcome needs to be consistent. Like there needs to be consistency. So clients know exactly what to expect of you. So they know like, okay, I'm coming to Amanda. This is what I'm going to get. And I know I'm going to get this, you know? Right. And it's like, um, if they come to me and I've got all the things, they don't know what they're going to get necessarily. And so if I have something that is consistent and, and I branded myself intentionally, then clients know. And how did I find this style? Um, you know, I don't know. I just was like looking and literally could not find anything that spoke to me. Like couldn't, Mm -hmm. I was like, I, this is not me. This doesn't feel like me. I'm trying to do this, all of the things. And it not, it is not looking cute. Like it's just not looking cute. I'm like, it looks cute for them, but I just can't do it. It's not looking cute for me. And, um, so, you know, as an artist, I can appreciate other art. I think other artists who are different than me are so incredibly talented. And so Mm -hmm. I don't mean to say anything like my style is better than your style, anything like that. It just doesn't light you up the way you have to be lit up. Yeah. Correct. And so then I like came across, I don't know, like a magazine or something, maybe on Pinterest, something super like simple and editorial and like just basically using light to shape space. And I was like, this is it. This is it. This is all you need. You just need light and a subject. And so that's kind of how I got started in that more simple style, like just baby's details, just baby on white, like one or two wraps, super simple. Like, plus I was again, a stay at home mom and didn't have a huge budget to be spending on like, how much do people spend on these props? My goodness. it, yeah. All this and like handmade. Like, if you want good stuff, yeah. it's all handmade. You're like, wow. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I'm not kidding. I know. So, um, so yeah. And it just made sense for me and my business. And, uh, at the time I was working out of my home studio, so I didn't have a big space. Now I'm in a big commercial space, but back then I wasn't, you know, I built this from the ground up. I didn't even know if I wanted to keep doing this after my kids went back to school, I was still set at that time on being a principal. I was like, yeah, I'll do this for a few years. It'll be good, good side money, you know, to fill my time and to fill some side cash. But then I was like, once I saw it becoming something, that's when I jumped into my studio space about six years ago. But anyhow, you know, yeah, that's just kind of how it went for me. I'm having a really hard time right now reconciling these two sides of myself. So when I do newborn sessions, um, I really like that more simplistic look. But whenever I do family sessions, I like a lot more color. I like a lot more like everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm just really having a hard time kind of like bringing those two sides of me together. And I have I have found that I really want more neutral newborn sessions like that had, you know, people wearing like lots of colors um, in December. And that's when it like hit me. I was like 
I don't like this. I want more neutral. But at the same time, whenever you, I, we go do family sessions, I'm like, where are the colors? You know, so I'm really having a hard time. Like, when I'm figuring it out, I'm going to do it my way. And I'm, I'm real big proponent about, you know, not necessarily following what everyone else does, but doing it the way that I want to do things. So mm-hmm. um, you kind of are giving me like the fuel that I need to like, let my brain uh, kind of go down these paths. So I really love yeah. doing interviews because you guys always just have like a new piece to add to me. And I, I love it. It's like my favorite thing yeah. ever. What's okay. really cool about, Oh, no, you know, I was just gonna say, yeah. okay. <laughs> what's on. really cool about that is, um, like you could still do that and then also do a neutral set, you know, or add it as an option or things like that for your clients. So that way they know that you still offer that if they want it, but like you're going down this path as you transition, if that's what you want to do, you know? So that's just really cool. Like as times change, as, as the trends change, you know, you kind of got to ebb and flow. So yeah. yeah, that's awesome. What is your, what are your price points for your packages? Do you do IPS? Um, yeah. Tell us some about so, that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, pricing for profit and, you know, building a strong, sustainable business, I think is so important because I think a lot of photographers, when they're pricing themselves, they'll just look at a nearby photographer and be like, yeah. they're charging yeah. this much. So that's what I'm going to charge, or I'm going to charge less than that because their works better than mine, which is even mm-hmm. sadder to think that yeah. they think that, but you know, that's kind of how they price themselves. But I'm a strong propon- uh, p- proponent of running your numbers, you know, doing your cost of business, finding out what do you, first of all, time is finite. So you only have a finite amount of time to be working. How much are you willing to work? How much are you willing to be home with your, you know, how much time do you need to be home with your children and spend Mm -hmm. with your family? So how much time do you really have to work? And so, you know, calculating that and balancing that, that's where your numbers come from. That's where your numbers come from. So that's how I found my numbers. And I price myself by block, like time blocks. So depending on the package, it's either one hour, hour and a half, two hours. So that's how I price myself. And different things are only available in certain time blocks. Like I'm not Mm going to do an extended family in an hour. That's not an option, but you know, my, my prices are crystal clear and there's no confusion on what's available to clients and what certain packages are. Like I, I never get questions like, Oh, you know, or confusion. So I think setting structure in your business. And again, this is where my math mind comes in, like just setting that structure in your business and figuring out balancing volume with profitability. Like, you know, okay, if I want to make $500,000 a year, but I can only take X amount of sessions a year, then I better be charging a lot to make that right. Or if I want to make a hundred thousand dollars in a year and I can do this many sessions, then what's that number I need to make my bottom line number. What is that number I need to yeah. make per yeah. session to reach my goal? So that's where it comes down to pricing yourself. And that's how I've priced myself. So, um, yeah, my average client investment is usually around thousand dollars. Uh, sometimes I'll get higher sales into two and 3000, but yeah, my average client, a thousand and fifteen hundred. Um, I have my base packages. Some clients will just take my base package and that's it. Um, other clients will invest in additional digital collections or additional products, luxury products, albums, artwork, things like that. And that's where I can make the higher sales. Um, so it just depends. Do you do, do you do in-person sales or, or how do you do that? 
Yeah. So I don't do in-person sales. I do, um, I do online galleries and then they have like a limited number of time to make their selection. So mm-hmm. it kind of creates that sense of urgency. Like, Hey, listen, you buy it now or it's not available to you. How long? What is, how, what's the time? Yeah. I give them two days. Um, okay. so, and then I follow up and then, um, I also, have an option for them to do a a phone call too. So if they need like a little more handholding, they can order online or we can do a phone call and then I can order for them or I can walk them through that process. So um, yeah, it just depends. Every client's different what they're wanting. I also do have an option for them to come in person and place an order and see products again, if they're really serious about ordering, you know, something that they want to take a look at again, even though they'll have already seen it when they were in the studio. And we do go over it in depth when they're in the studio. We're like, hey, here's the products we offer. That's, that's smart. Like I, you just like something just clicked in my head where yeah. that's, you know, why people want to do IPS is because they want to show the products, but they're in your studio. They've seen the yeah. products and yep. just yeah, thinking so, you could yeah. bring products with you, even if you, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a hassle to bring it to, to homes, but you could sure. So sure. see it. Yeah. Okay. They've already seen my products. They've mm-hmm. already seen them. They know exactly the quality. They know they're amazing. And then they're like, I want it. <laughs> like, why not? It's so yeah. perfect, you know? So, um, so yeah, but they have an option to come back in if they really want to and see and touch and feel again and pick out their cover material and or frame or whatever. So, um, but most of the time they don't need that because they're like, listen, I already saw it. It's great. Sign me up for this product. And then I order it. Did I already ask you if you upcharge your, your products? Uh, you didn't, but okay. I do. Um, obviously it takes me time to on the back end to do all of the things and make sure that the image is ready for print size correctly, you know, the ordering process, the shipping, like all the things and um, all the time and effort that goes into it, the album designs, obviously I'm paying myself to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and so, yeah, I upcharge percentage wise depends on the product, but um but yeah, definitely it's another stream of income and bumping that sale up a little bit to the next level. Do you let them print their products elsewhere or is it through you or nothing? Yeah, you know what? I do. And I keep going back and forth on that, if I'm honest yeah. with you. Um, I go back and forth on that all the time. Like, should mm-hmm. I just include the web files for them in the packages and then say, if you're printing, it's with me? Um and I know eventually I'll go there. I'm just not there yet. I do let them print elsewhere. Um, and some people do, and that's where my sale ends, but that's mm-hmm. when my digital cost, my digital collections are, are higher to compensate for a lost opportunity costs from printing. So I guess it just depends what model you want to use. Cause I mean this, and I'm the same way. I've kind of gone back and forth on if I, you know, cause I told you before we started talking that I don't upcharge my, my prints at all, but I also don't do anything. I say, you can order it through the gallery. I don't help them or anything. I think I see why you upcharge. Cause you do kind of like talk to them and walk them through it. But I just say, here it is. And I don't upcharge it because in my theory, not a very good business theory <laughs> is that they could technically go to Mpix, which is pretty good quality and get the same kind of almost quality. Um, granted, they could make a lot of mistakes during that process, that printing process, um, like clicking the, um, what is that? There's that button on Mpix where it can like auto edit the images and that kind of ruins them. But I've kind of gone back and forth with that, but you kind of, you're convincing me that I need to, I need to, <laughs> I need to do some more 
research on my products a little bit. Okay, girl, um, when you're ready to chat, I'm here to help. So <laughs> all right. I love that. Um oh and I wanted to kind of like dive into pricing a little bit because I know that a lot of people, including myself, we're we're fearful of charging more because you know what if they you know what if they don't want to pay these prices? What if what if I lose all my clients? What if this, what if that? And that's sure. kind of what's holding me back as well. Sure. I mean you know, I'm, I'm not a low price photographer, but I, my value, I think should go higher. And I know this. So what would your advice be to people who, who are having that fear of charging more? I love that question. I love that question so much because I firmly believe that numbers are numbers. There is zero emotion attached. So that's where you're going wrong. You're going wrong because you're getting in your own way. That's says your, the math, says the math teacher. Says the math teacher, a hundred percent. Yes, yeah. because it's true. It's so yeah. true. Numbers are numbers. How much do you want to make? How many sessions do you want to do? And how much should you charge? That's all you need to know. And once mm-hmm. you know that, that's it. That's all you need to know. That's your bottom line. If you are not making that bottom line, then why are you doing it? Why yeah. are you? Why are you leaving your family? Why are you right. yes. doing it? What's the point? Is it worth leaving your family for $200? It's not, it really isn't. Right. (laughs) No, it's not. And remember your time is finite. So, you know, as you, and, and so as you find your bottom line, great. And then as you become, you know, more and more skilled and, you know, create this business and it becomes busier or you become more in demand where you're having to say no to clients, that's when you can realize like, okay, I could probably charge even more. I'm already booked. I'm making my bottom line, but now I could probably make more because I'm already fully booked and I'm turning people down. So mm-hmm. it's, it's that, you know, in, in demand, when you're more in demand, then you can charge a little bit more. So there's, there's other reasons why you can charge more other than just your bottom line number, but your bottom line number number is where it starts hands down. And then from there, you know, what other things can you be offering to up-level your client experience mm-hmm. that justifies a higher price? Are you in demand to justify a higher price? You know, there's so many different questions you can ask yourself to justify even higher. But at the very least, numbers are numbers, no emotion involved. I don't care if it's scary to you to put that number out there. It's not worth it otherwise. Why am yeah. I doing this? You know, so yes, you have to at least meet that bottom line number. Yeah, because where I'm at right now, I'm kind of, I would consider myself mid range. Uh, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people will probably consider me a little higher range, but I know how vast that pricing structure goes in the photography world. So I would say I'm mid-range. And the next price jump that I'm going to have to make, it's going to be a pretty lofty jump. It's it's like, you know, there. have you heard that where there's like $400, $600 is like the dead zone or something like that, where that like, that's, I mean, a lot of people say that there's like a dead zone there. I mean, I don't, I'm not experienced at being in a dead zone. I'm plenty busy. I, I, I make plenty of money, but there's like a, I think there's like with clients, there's like a mental jump. Like once you get past a certain number, they're like, oh, I can't throw with that anymore. But mm-hmm. then you're finding a different client, right? Like yep. people who mm-hmm. wouldn't spend $500 on a session. They're like, I want to spend a thousand dollars on a session. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, do you think that there's like different people, like different clients and different price brackets? Does that I don't believe sense? in that. I personally don't? don't. I personally don't. I haven't found, I've, since I started, I've been in all different price brackets, yeah. you know, and you so, kept the same people or I haven't, I've found new people, you know, mm-hmm. some people have been with me all, all the time. And I'm like, wow, I mean, you used to pay pennies and now you're paying thousands. So thank you, you know, yeah. but, 
Um, True. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's new clients. And because I'm in maternity and newborn, it's new clients anyways. You know what I mean? Because no one's getting pregnant every six months, you know? So it's like some people. (laughs) So it's like, I'm going to get new clients and then I'm going to get repeat clients that came from the first baby. They come for the second baby, the third baby, so on and so forth. But, um, you know, I, I think that because in the genre that I'm in, it's easier. Uh It's a little bit easier to be getting new clients anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you've had the same family clients year after year after year, they get used to paying a certain, I think what well, yeah, in my head, they, do. they get used to paying a certain, and then you're like, oh, I'm charging $300 more than I did last year. And either they're going to love that or, and they're like, yeah, you're worth it. Or they're going to be like, I can't justify that. I don't find the value in that blah, 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 blah. That's and fine. I know, and yeah, then and you that know is, that, that, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And that's why you're charging those prices. Cause a, you're too busy and you, it's not worth your time anymore or B it's not your bottom line number and it's not worth it for your time. So I think you, you just have to be okay with that. When you raise your prices, you have to be okay knowing, okay, I might lose some of my clients, but it's not personal. It's really not. Numbers are never personal. They -hmm. just aren't. And so I think as creatives, we get so attached to all of the things, like Mm -hmm. all of the feels, all of the emotions. And the problem is that business should never have those emotions in them. So when you're setting your numbers, it's not an emotional decision. It never should be. So you know, that's what I firmly believe. I like, I like your, your, you have such logic behind ah. your, I love it. And cause I mean, as creatives, we really are like, oh, motion. Um, yeah. That's not always <laughs> the best way to run a business. I, I acknowledge that. So I really, I really appreciate everything you've shared with us so far. Can you tell everyone how they can connect with you? What like things that yeah. you offer, if they need help with you go on? Yes. Go off, oh my gosh. Yes. Um, absolutely. You can find me on Instagram, acapella photography, same on Facebook. Um, if you're a photographer interested in learning newborn posing and my simple style, I have an online course. I would love for you to jump in and join. I also have a free, uh, resource Facebook group. You can join as a photographer where I go live weekly and talk about different topics as well as provide tips and help for photographers looking to learn. And then I also offer coaching calls uh, to talk more about the business side of things. I know we've talked about a lot of that today and I am like so eager to help photographers learn about how to create a sustainable, successful 10, uh, uh, six figure business. Excuse me. I would love to create a 10 figure. Let's do it. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah. So I would love to help chat and I do provide coaching calls as well available on my website to sign up for those. That sounds good. I'm going to, I'm going to provide all of that information in the show notes so people can just click it and go from there. So thank you for chatting with us today. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode or any questions you might have. Drop me a DM on Instagram at Brittany Renee underscore photo. And if you haven't already, be sure to join the free Facebook group. That's bit.ly slash capture the chaos FB. And lastly, it would help me out so much if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews help boost ratings so I can reach other photographers who need a friend in the community just like you. Again, thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.